Hello and welcome to the Cold Coffee Club, a podcast brought to you by Houston Moms. We're here to give you a little bit of that mom-to-mom connection, fun, and conversation amidst all the chaos. Join us as we take a break from doing all the things and explore the wide spectrum of this crazy motherhood role. We'll interview fun guests, talk about cool grown-up topics, laugh, share, and grow together. So go ahead, reheat that coffee and put your feet up. Here we go. Hello, friends. Welcome to the Cold Coffee Club. This is Jenny coming at you with Ashley. Hello. Hi. So welcome to, (laughs) thanks for joining us again today. We have loved um, coming to you each week. We've got a couple of these under our belt now. And um, goodness, we have loved getting some feedback from you guys. And before we get started on today's episode, we do have just a little request. Um, You know, we post about these each week um, on our social media platforms, but we do want to ask if you could do us a little favor and on whatever, wherever you listen to this, whether you're on um, Apple Podcasts or on Spotify or on YouTube, if you could give us hit that little subscribe button or give us a like. Um, It really helps with the platforms and helps us kind of show up better when people are typing us in, trying to find us. It helps us with um, the algorithms and things like that. So if you could hit that subscribe button and it's going to help the episodes come to you naturally and you don't have to wait for our notifications. So hit that subscription button. We would really love that. Um, but we are going to have a really special guest talk to us today. Uh, but before we do that, I want to just check in with my sweet friend, Ashley here and, um, ask how you're doing and spill the tea a little bit. Tell me a little bit about how your mom week is going. How's it been going with your little boys? Ah, it's, it's going. Oh, I don't know if you can see my mug. It says good morning, gorgeous. Good morning, gorgeous. (laughs) What an appropriate mug. You are looking beautiful today. (laughs) Right back at you. Note for the audio, (laughs) Ashley's wearing a gorgeous yellow and it looks lovely on her. Oh my gosh. Oh, you flatter me, Jenny. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, You know, the week is going, um, keeping busy. So for spilling the tea, my win this week uh, was that we went to the rodeo for the first time. (gasps) First timers club. Oh my gosh. It was so I I was smart about it. I went on like a grown up day. And then I also took my kids separately. I was like, okay, this is fun. And so the first time got to eat lots of junk and just spend hours upon hours just wandering around and didn't have anyone complain that they need to go potty. Yes. So that was fun. Went to the wine garden, all that fun stuff. And then when I went with my kids, we rode all the rides. We spent entirely too much money, but it was so worth it. Um, And it was my kids had such a great time. My youngest said, mom, this is the best day ever. And then he paused and said, wait, well, I can't remember all the days. So oh. it's the best day that I can remember. <laughs> like, okay. We have a logical little man. <laughs> yeah, just, well, <laughs> obviously we can't remember all of them. Exactly. Yeah. Cute boy. Yes. The Yay. only, the only downside, my fail was that I underestimated, or at least I didn't prepare for, um, mutton busting. Like, so we talked about it during our rodeo uh, episode. And so yes. I was not prepared for the amount of time you'd spend in line, how they kind of break it up. Uh, there's like a limit to how many kids will be able to go per time frame, and you're waiting to sign up. Then you're waiting to 
go do it. So I didn't really plan that out too well. So we ended up not doing it, which is fine. But, you know, I went to the rodeo alone with three kids. I'm like, we're yeah. not spending all this time in line. Yeah. <laughs> like they were no. starting to lose it. So, mm-hmm. you know, next year. <laughs> yeah, that's okay. You gotta, yes. you kind of kind of do something new every year. You yes. can't do it all at once. You gotta have something right. to look forward to. This is that's- true. Awesome. Well, I love that y'all got to experience it for the first time. I love that. And I just think it's such like a tradition. Yes. Um, oh, we're I mean, real I, Houstonians now. <laughs> yes. I have memories, you know, from when I was little bitty going to the rodeo. So I yeah. know they're going to love it for forever. Yes. So how about you? Spill the tea for us. So I saw something on Instagram, um, a few days back and I am already, you know, you like follow these parenting accounts and I was like, oh my gosh, this is genius. I'm going to use this in my regular life. And man, this has worked out. I follow an account called curious parenting. It's called it's curious dot parenting on Instagram. And she talked about this thing she called a magic phrase, um, that can really help with certain kid personalities. And my oldest, this probably wouldn't apply to as much, but my youngest, this really would apply to. And she talked about um, using the phrase as soon as, instead of making a demand of your kid. So the examples she gave were saying, um, we can't go to the park until you get dressed. So instead of saying that, saying we can go to the park as soon as you get dressed. Mm. Um, and it kind of gives them a power rather than you are withholding something from them. And if your kid is the kind of child that maybe, uh, pushes back on authority a little bit, it kind of makes them feel like they have the power Mm. and they can have a choice to make rather than you're telling them no. Um, she wrote here, I'm going to just read a little bit what she said. She says, when we make demands, oh, Sorry, when we make demands, kids see us as obstacles in getting what they want. Kids will see us as the problem rather than their own choices. When we partner with kids, kids see that we're on their side and they will see their own choices as the path to getting what they want. Sometimes it's easy to forget it's not us versus them. Um, And so it's been really cool to, you know, say in my house, you know, my son will want to play something and I will go, okay, you can play with that. As soon as you brush your teeth, you can play with that. And I have seen, he has responded so much better instead of me going, not until you brush your teeth. Uh It's that word, not that Mm -hmm. he pushes back against and he makes it, you know, that I'm being mean to him in some way. Yeah. Yeah, that's um, and interesting. I have really loved it. It's really worked really well in our household so far. So that has been my kind of mom win this week is um, just kind of using the things that I'm seeing online and implementing them. So that is a little nugget is to use the words as soon as. So who knew that's a little, so cool. just a little turn of phrase can maybe shift a little bit. Yes. Oh, that's awesome. So also a um, little shifting gears here. As the weather is warming up a little bit and we are getting some sunshine and we're in springtime and moving into summer, um, we were talking about some things we can start doing in our own city. And Ashley had a really great conversation with Chris Sizemore, who is one of our contributors at Houston Moms, but she is talking to us about a really cool thing we can do in Houston. She wants to talk to us about taking a hike. So Ashley is going to... um, 
we're going to play that interview right now. So Ashley, roll the clip of your conversation with Chris. Absolutely. We're talking about springtime and, you know, wanting to be outdoors. And we know that you have a connection to the Houston Women's Hiking Group. And uh, why don't you go ahead and tell us about that? So um, back in, I want to say it was, I think, 2016, my mom had just gone through a divorce. Um, and she was saying, you know, we are a big outdoorsy family. We've ca- I've camped my whole life. We've hiked. We've paddled. We've done all these different things. And she was like, Chris, I really want to go hike. And if you don't know, there's amazing hiking trails all through Houston. Like people just think we're this big city. We're not there. I mean, it's incredible the hiking trails you can find. Yeah. And she was like, I want to go hike, but I don't want to hike by myself. And I kind of like off the cuff was like, oh, start a Facebook group. And she did. And then uh, somewhere between 2016 and now 11,500 Houston area women have joined this group. And oh, wow like 9,000 of them are actually active within this Facebook group. And, um, she just started out by creating a group and saying, Hey, I'm going to go hike, you know, Memorial park this time, meet me here. Does anybody want to go? And that's still the model. So, um, we, we do our best. My mom and I admin the group. We do our best to vet every person. You have to answer questions. We want to make sure you're a woman or at least you identify as female. Um, and then you're not a creeper <laughs> yep. or a bot, you know, and we get yeah. those, like, there's so many people we like, we get these men who want to join the group and they're like, Oh, but I love women. And we're like, <laughs> okay, Good, but nope. <laughs> yeah. So, um, and in any given time, like if you go to the events on our group, uh, there's like four to five different things happening almost every single day with different people all over greater Houston. Um, I like, I like to hike, but I'm, I stand up paddleboard. So I lead a lot of paddling events. Um, and then if you look at our events, all of our events are, uh, by default women only. Yeah. But we've got stuff that's, um, if it says, you know, with pets or all family or kids welcome or whatever. So, um, you've got a lot of everything and it's, it's great because at any point you can just be like, yes, I would like to go hike at noon today. Yeah. You know, like it's the best and you know, people are going to be there. You're not going to be by yourself. Um, yeah. and it's so cool because like, as we've been talking to these women and amazed at what's happened, so many of them are like, I, like you hear these women, they're like, yeah, I've lurked on the page for like nine months and this is my first event. Um, or I've come to Houston and this is the first time I've made friends and I've lived here for three years. Or, yeah. you know, I went through a divorce and I thought I'd never, um, you know, get out and have relationships with people again. And here I am. Um, I was talking to a woman on the trail not too long ago and her husband di- had died suddenly a couple years ago. And she made it a point to go and do things. And part of joining Houston women hiking was what got her out to go do things and helped her in the healing process and grieving. And so it's just, it's like, it's magical. Like that's the only thing I can say. That's amazing. That is so cool. So you mentioned that there's tons of different, um, hiking, uh, trails and everything. What is your favorite or at least your top three, uh, trails here in Houston? So, um, Memorial park has, um, a amazing amount of trails. Like people forget that it exists. And, um, 
there's a statistic out there that we have more trails in Memorial Park than they have in Central Park in New York City. Oh, so wow. It's bigger. Yeah. Um, oh, and that's there's, incredible. Um, yeah, there's a, a, a hike in there. Um, it, everybody calls it the owl because you hike down and through this little um, underpass mm-hmm. thing. And there's this beautiful owl face painted on the thing you walk through and it's just gorgeous. And even like, if you get close up to the, where the eyes are, you can see like the painter painted the reflection of the woods in the eyes of the owl. I mean, it's just beautiful. Um, so that's one of my favorites. Like I said, I'm a huge paddler. So I like to paddle Lake Woodlands is a favorite of mine. Um, Kikarillo is a great paddle spot. Um, I love, uh, Galveston Bay is incredible for paddling because it's like two and a half feet, three feet deep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which was surprising. The first time I was there, my kid was like, mom, can I jump off and, and swim? And I was like, yep. And she jumped off and she was just like standing there. <laughs> I was like, That's oh, awesome. <laughs> okay. So, um, so those are some of my favorites. Um, and it's so cool because I, like, I host these paddling events and there's these women that are like, I've never paddled before. Yeah. Um, and one of them joined me on an event last summer and now she like owns her own kayak and she comes oh, wow. out to all the events and she's like, I love this thing. And I've never, you know, I'd never done it before really. And now it's, you know, one of my favorite things to do. So yeah, um, yeah, it's cool. That's very cool. I love that. It's more than just hiking. It's, you know, mm-hmm. there's paddling and then there's like great ways to build community. I love, I love all of that. That's, that's awesome. So, um, we can find you on Facebook, correct? Yes. So if you, you search Houston women's hiking on Facebook, we'll pop up. Um, you may or may not have seen, we've got stickers and our, our hikers have t-shirts. And so, um, I was in a, in a store, um, the other day, uh, Wabash. And I was talking one of the attendants and I always talk about state parks and I was like, Oh, have you heard about our group? And she was like, there was a lady in here yesterday with one of those shirts on. And we talked about it and I was like, oh, amazing. Cool. so yeah. Um, so you can find us on Facebook, Houston women's hiking. And then, like I said, we have tons of events. Um, we also do campouts. Oh, um, awesome. Yeah. Like <sighs> the women only campouts are, I don't, like there's not even a word for it in English. Like it's magical. It's liberating. It's, um, and it's, and it's not just like one demographic of women, right? like right. we're talking every race, religion, size, age. And it's wonderful. Like we sat around the fire, all drinking moonshine one night. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it. <laughs> and it's like me and my girlfriends who are all like, yes, we're finally free of the kids and we're yeah. out. And then like, one of the women that's sitting with us is like 75 and she goes camping on her own. And I'm like, your goals, like your oh goals for gosh. me at 75 to like, just pack up my car and go camping. And, you know, there's women who, who have kids out of the house and like this camaraderie of womanhood in the woods around a fire. I don't, there's like something primal about it almost. that's yeah. just feeds your soul in a new way. Yeah. Oh, that's incredible. I love everything about that. (laughs) I am in. Well, thank you so much for sharing all that with us. And, you know, we definitely encourage our listeners to get involved, get out there. Um, Houston is an amazing city to just explore. And, you know, joining a group like this would be just a great motivation to get out there and check out some new places. So thank you so much. I truly appreciate it. So that was Chris, everybody check out her posts on Houston moms and we look forward to hearing more from you. 
Awesome. So the Houston women's hiking group, um, you know, this sounds amazing. I'm definitely going to be joining them on a hike or two. Uh, sounds like a blast. So, yeah. Yes. I loved that conversation with you and Chris. She is one of our newer contributors and we've loved having her on the team. She's been a great writer and we just love having her on board. So thank you, Chris, for joining yeah, us on the podcast you. today. Yay. So let's jump right back into our cream and sugar for this week. Jenny, what is your cream and sugar? Yeah, well, we love telling you about fun events you can do around Houston, especially free events that you can bring <laughs> your kids to. And we have uh, something that we found on our calendar that's going on this weekend. Um, so that's Saturday, April 2nd and 3rd. There is a free family-friendly event um, called Via Calori. And it is a chalk art event mm. happening um, at Post HTX. Uh, it's at 401 Franklin Street. And it is a chalk art festival. And there's going to be like really beautiful, like professional chalk artists making really gorgeous art on the street, but then also like a kid zone where you and your family can do chalk art and there's food and beverages. Um, th that part's not free, but the <laughs> admission is free to the event. I think some of it is indoor and some of it is outdoor. Um, but we have more information on, um, we're going to put it in the show notes, but we'll have information there for you to check out. But, um, yeah, it look, I was looking at some of the photos. It looks beautiful. Yeah. And we're able to like, you think like chalk art and you think like sidewalk chalk that you do like with your kids <laughs> or you write like a rainbow. No, this is like people making like beautiful, like yeah. multidimensional, like it's gorgeous, the really beautiful work. So check out awesome. vehicle, right? It looks really cool. And just again, amazing things to do in our city. So yeah. what about you, Ash? So mine is, um, not a place to go check out or anything, but this is just advice for people like me. So if you live in Houston and you have naturally oily skin, um, okay. it can be quite a drag <laughs> during these humid months in the sun. It just, it's gross. Um, and it gets really <laughs> irritating sometimes. And so one hack that I've learned since moving to Houston is using milk of magnesia. I know it sounds weird. Um, using that as a primer on your skin. So this is something that I have sworn by for the last few years and it has never failed me. So what I do is use like a, like a makeup sponge or a brush and just make okay. like a thin layer. If you're oily all over the place, you can do a thin layer all over your face, but I kind of just do the T zone. Those are my problem spots and just kind of dab like a thin layer on those T spots before like any, like, you know, I use a little bit of foundation, some blush before okay. using any of that, just put that on first and let it dry. Um, and it absorbs the oil. It keeps your face from getting oily. Um, and it helps your makeup last all day, which amazing. is amazing. And it's like I, a little primer. Yes. And it, and it, you know, you definitely want to do a thin layer because if you do too much, it's like super chalky. <laughs> it's okay. like, how do I fix this? I made that mistake once. And it was just like, I looked like a ghost. Okay. <laughs> like, this is not a good look for me guys. Um, but a very good thin layer and it just absorbs all that oil and it keeps you from being shiny and, and oily all day. I love that. And I like, I struggle so much with like, just feeling like I sweat all the time. And I'm just have this very, you know, you want to glisten, but not like exactly drenched. Yes. Um, so. <laughs> Thank you. That's yes. a wonderful tip. Yes. I love it so much. 
So we're going to move right into our Houston Moms Blend. Now, this is one of my favorite segments because we get to highlight Houston Moms contributors and the amazing work that they do um, with their writing. And so we could not pass up discussing Elizabeth's post. Um, It is titled, Can We Talk About Disabled Children and Puberty? And now I just, I want to start off by saying that like, this is such a heartfelt piece and Mm -hmm. I could not pass up just kind of sharing it a little bit more. I know a lot of moms will connect with this and, um, you know, it's just an amazing piece. Well, and I want to mention, you know, my job title at Houston moms as as well as being our co-host here at the podcast Mm -hmm. is, um, I'm a social media director. And so my job, one of my jobs is is to promote our written content and promote, um, what our writers have written. Um, and I'm honored to do that. I love being able to share what everyone has written. Um, but it can be a tricky job when we have something so vulnerable and honest, um, because I never, um, want to take a topic that is so, um, personal and make it sound uh, I don't want to sensationalize the topic or make it sound like clickbait and, oh, this is a must read. Yeah. <laughs> um, I want people to read it because it is important and because it is um, very uh, honest and real. And I, I think it's, this is like just a, this piece is a beautiful portrait of what Houston Moms is all about. Mm-hmm. It is community. It is a mother's heart. It is relatable. And honestly, it pulls back the curtain. Um, one thing I loved about this piece was it showed me a side of the life of a caretaker of a, a mother of a child with disabilities that I did not know about. Yeah. Um, and it made me see other mothers in a way that I didn't know. There was just this whole other world that I was like, you know what? I never even thought about that. Yeah. And also a social media director, I read comments and um, I saw so many comments from other mothers of children that have disabilities that were saying like, thank you so much for writing this. I relate to this so much. We're in the middle of this right now, or, you know, we're years away from this, but thank you for writing this because I, I have always wondered what this will look like. And it made me so happy mm. to see um that her words were connecting with, with all these other moms. And um, so this was a very long way to say um, what an important piece this was. And that when we tell you, oh, you should read this. I want to make sure we're very careful Mm -hmm. that when we say that this is a must read, um, this is not just like, oh, we want you to go click this and read this because we're asking for clicks. Right. Um, This is a true, mother to mother, we are telling you, we believe that this is um, a a very important piece of a very, a a mother has written something from her heart. We would love to share that, share that with you. That's the, that's the incredible (sighs) thing about Houston moms is that it's not, this is not gimmicky. This is, this is Mm -hmm. her life that she's sharing with us and letting Mm -hmm. us into. And so that's what makes it so incredible. And like you said, it was things that we hadn't thought of. And, and, you know, we, we'd kind of overlooked that, that side of, you know, her life and, and any mother's life um, with a child with disabilities. So yeah, that was, that was incredible. We couldn't pass up mentioning that post. Exactly. Yeah. 
on, let's wrap up our, yes. um, our episode here today. And we're going to wrap up with our little, our little, ch- our cheesiest moment of the show, <laughs> which is our see you later caffeinator, which and when we first came up with that, we were so proud of ourselves. And now here we are every week with our little, our fun fact that we said. It's not cheesy, it. Jenny. It's wonderful. It's amazing. Uh, please, Ashley, send us off with our see you later caffeinator. Yes. So um, this was just a fun one. Leonardo DiCaprio was named Leonardo because his pregnant mother was looking at a Leonardo da Vinci painting in a museum when she first felt him kick. (laughs) And I thank goodness that I did not use that to name my children because they would have been named after Glee characters or (laughs) I don't know. Freddie Mercury. I was listening to a lot of Queen when I was pregnant. Oh, so. Mercury would be a great name. Mercury Just... Black. Um. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I could have gone with Freddie, but you know. <laughs> Mercury is oh more gosh. fun. Love it. All right, everybody. We'll hit that subscribe button. Give us a like. And thank you so much for listening. And we will see you next week. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. You've been listening to the Cold Coffee Club, brought to you by Houston Moms. We wish you a fabulous week with your families and look forward to sharing many more cups of cold coffee with you.